who knocks. Huh? Huh? Oh, no. <laughs> Why don't you do something with your life? You contribute nothing to society. Good morning, Vietnam! Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? You know my code. Hose before bros. You can't handle the truth. Cause your girlfriend. Woof. Nobody calls me mad dog. Especially not some dooted up egg sucking gutter trash. Hello and welcome to My First Time, the podcast all about the gaps in our pop culture knowledge each episode as our panel sits down to debate, dispute and discuss a much-loved classic that will be joined by the first-timer, someone who's never before experienced that cultural icon. Will they see what the fuss is about or just be left wondering what the hell was that? My name is Dan and I'm joined each and every week by Eden. Hello. Aiden. Present. And this week we have special guest uh, actor Sam Griffin who has chosen to explore the mystical other earthly delights of Irish music superstar Enya. Welcome, Sam. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Sam, why did you choose Enya? Give us some insights. Uh, Well... You guys go on about it so much. I mean, a, a bit of sort of, a bit of like really? background. Yeah, no, Enya is mentioned a lot uh, amongst our little uh, a little clique. And, you know, I, th- I thought, fine, you know, I should actually figure out what the hell's going on with this. Enya. No, I, I can be t- totally truthful here. I, I sent you a message saying it'd be good to do a music podcast and threw you a few... As in a music episode. Yeah, I said a music yeah. episode. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I said, you know, you could choose any genre, hip-hop, rap, Enya. And you just wrote back, well, I've never actually listened to Enya. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before we get into, uh, I'll do a bit of a bit of an Enya introduction and we get into our thoughts of the album that we listened to, mm-hmm. uh, I want to just, maybe from everyone, because this is, you are the first timer, but I'm pretty sure it's all everybody's first time really, oh, Eden, not, yeah, okay, I, Eden, all right, all right, wait a minute. <laughs> let me just, uh, maybe just from you then, Sam, sure. what, what did you expect <laughs> before you listened to an Enya album? Well, I mean, Enya the name Enya doesn't really give anything away. Like, Enya isn't, you know, it's not even a word. Let's be honest, it's not a word. But surely you've heard of it before. You've heard, you you know Enya is a thing that exists, but you just don't... (laughs) thing? You don't even know she's a woman? Just a thing? Well, I didn't actually know she was a woman. I was was honestly (laughs) expecting... You thought it was like E-N-Y-A, sort of an anagram for something? Uh, Sort of, like a Backstreet Boys something? Like Enya. Like NSYNC. Yeah, NSYNC. Enya. NSYNC, yeah. By the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, like it doesn't, I mean... (laughs) I want to put Enya. (laughs) Yeah, something uh, maybe not so grotesque, but... Yeah, certainly I was not expecting it to be just a very sort of... It's almost like not hippie music, but it's like yogurish. Mm. Yeah, it's very, very odd. Eden, when I said that this was everybody's <laughs> first time listening to Enya, you had a very sus look on your face. Well, I think that everyone's probably heard some Enya in their past, and I've, I, I think you know we've all seen Lord of the Rings, and there was that Enya track at the end, which I had no idea about Wait until doing some research. Oh, really? For this podcast. Is, is yes. Enya in Lord of the Rings? Not she. Well, she's not in Lord of the Rings. No, no, but, no. But her uh, work is. Yeah, at the end of Fellowship of the Ring. They sing. She sings. May it be. And doesn't she, uh, true or false, she sings in Elvish? Yeah, in the, like, middle of the movie when they're in Rivendell, there's, like, that sort of Lorian song, whatever they sing. Hang on, so she sings Enya in Elvish. No, no, no. But she doesn't. She, she, oh, that's, okay. Let's just backtrack. That's okay. her name. She doesn't sing Enya. She Enya's not a genre. Enya. So the boys that were mentioned earlier, sure. NSYNC, don't sing NSYNC. It's just, they sing and their name is NSYNC. 
This probably demonstrates how little I know about what Enya is. Uh, <laughs> and having listened to it, probably still don't. Okay, what about you, Aiden? What were you expecting? Well, I, I'm pretty sure you know this is coming, but I need to lay a little bit of groundwork in that I work in the media, I think is all we've really portrayed on this uh-huh. podcast. More specifically, I work in radio. And even more specifically than that, I'm a music director for a... Top 40 hit radio station that programs your dance pop hits like your Britney Spears to your Kesha to your Calvin Harris and David Guetta. So on one side of things, I don't have much cred as far as like alternative whatever. But on the other side of things, I'm kind of award winning and whatnot in the music. (laughs) This is Aiden CV. (laughs) (laughs) This is a joke that we're discussing Enya in such such a high regard. (laughs) And it pains me to my core uh, that I had to listen to some 80s Celtic music. You were angry when I sent you the text. Oh, like your the, anger the... radiated from my iPhone. Yeah, when I saw the text message, you're like, you're like we're going we're to watch Enya, Dan says. Aiden's response was like, really? And then the next message, I think, was humour? Is, is this a joke? Humour? <laughs> Enya. It wasn't a joke. We did listen to Enya. Yep. But before I go, for the listener at home that perhaps as much as our first time and knows little of Enya, uh, I'm going to do a little, I've got a 10 question true or false test. As I go, I want you to write down uh, a true or false, because it's going to take too long for me to do that. And then at the end, once I've done the introduction, you'll have received your answers. So while I'm doing the little uh, Enya background <laughs> intro, you can uh, give yourself a score out of 10. Can I just quickly ask, yes. is this quiz about Enya or the particular album that About we Enya. were... And in general. Oh, and in general. Because Watermark... It was Watermarks, the one, yeah. yeah. was the one that given, we were... Yeah. Yeah. That's right. We so were I listening. just want to make sure, because it's not like I listen to all the other... T- terrible albums. I just <laughs> listened to one of them. Yeah, on early and hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's not give too much of it away. But yeah, it's, all right. It's, question it's number one: road. Enya has won more Grammys than Kiss. True or false? Give me a quick true or false. Starting with you, Aiden. True. True. Absolutely not. No false. There's no way that could have won. Okay. Enya knows five languages. Is Elvish a language? <laughs> <laughs> I go with true. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go true as well. Celtic. Yeah, I'll say yeah. true. Yeah. I'm go true. Her name means sea otter woman. Probably, Statement three. Probably some... Yeah, probably is true. What a, <laughs> nah, false. Definitely false. Yeah, it's true. She's an otter. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Enya lives in a three million pound castle. I think you'll find it's 2.5. Uh, the, well, is this rounded she up? bought it in the 90s. You just revealed the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Enya's music has featured in an episode of Seinfeld. That's probably true. Yep. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I, I think I can remember would, that. Yeah. Yeah. Is this one true. of those quizzes where they're all true? Enya's next door neighbor. No comment. <laughs> Enya's next door neighbor is Bono. Well, they live in Ireland and they're the only two people from Ireland I know. Yep. So sure. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. They would uh, hang out, those two. Uh, number seven, Enya loves to reply to her fan mail. Does she have fan yeah, mail? Yeah, I was about to say, what fan mail? <laughs> it's just one person. Aiden, you get them a quill. You're, cutting. You're going to get hate mail from Enya fans. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the two people in Literally the... Literally mail that they will post. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the two people in the, the Enya fan club will be so angry with me. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever, sure. Uh, false. True. Uh, yeah. Okay. Number eight, uh, Enya has never held a concert tour. Ooh, ooh, that's an interesting one. Nah, she would have to have. I'm going false. I'm going to go true. No, I reckon she would have. I reckon she would have. Number nine, Flo Rida has sold more albums than Enya or more units. No way, false. Ooh, 
False. False. Mm, yeah, I'm going to go false. And number 10, Enya's music was used to soundtrack one of Jean-Claude Van Damme's most famous action set pieces. True. You were really confident yes. with that. No, true. I reckon it's true. Yeah, I'm going to go true. All right. It's All right. Score yourself, please, as we have a little look at Enya. Ask yourself what you really know about her. What comes to mind? Maybe the chorus refrain of sail away, sail away, sail away. Or perhaps that time you were stuck for a Prezi idea so ducked down to the muses and found your mum and Enya CD in the clearance racks. Let's be honest. Are we getting paid for plugs just here? (laughs) Is the muses... I don't think the muses still exists. I think it does. I think we just got some kind of sponsorship deal that that Eden and I weren't getting a cut off. I'll cut you out. I'm going to get a $20 muses voucher in in the mail. Keep going. My my apologies. Let's be honest. People in uh, our age bracket, I guess late 20s, early 30s, probably only really know about Enya because of her persistent TV ads in the late 80s and early 90s. At last, something new from Enya. Her new album is The Memory of Trees. find a better gift this Christmas than Enya, the memory of trees. You see, the perfect gift for the sun that doesn't really care. Yet despite your probable indifference, Enya is a recording colossus, nine studio albums and a near 80 million unit sales worldwide, which is a damn lot. Not flow rider a lot, but still quite a few, putting her comfortably in the top 100 recording artists of all time. Seriously, flow rider has sold more albums. Yeah, my and boy. <laughs> And with a handy four Grammys, four more than hard rock legends Kiss, her popularity has been truly worldwide. Not bad for a woman whose name means Woman of the Whales. Disclaimer, the source of that information is an extremely low-quality website, anyafacts.weebly.com, so it might not be reliable. Her breakout <laughs> album, Watermark, which we'll be uh, discussing today, elevated her to superstar status, going six times platinum in Australia, her best-selling album on our shores. Playing multiple instruments and singing in multiple languages, she's fluent in eight if uh, anyfacts.weebly.com is to be believed. Her music sits somewhere in the genre of Celtic, New Age, classical, orchestral, mumsy. But for a talented superstar, she has had a remarkably unsuperstar career. Even her best friends consider her a recluse, which is probably why she lives in a well-guarded old castle and why her neighbour Bono probably doesn't get many invites for afternoon tea. And if you do write her a letter, don't expect her to ever reply. She hates fan mail. She's also never toured as a solo artist, and to the best of my knowledge, never performed a single Enya concert, not one. But that hasn't hurt her selling millions and millions of albums and having her work featured in diverse entertainment such as Lord of the Rings, Volvo's John claude Van Damme truck straddling Do the Splits commercial, and even an episode of Friends. But that's enough Enya <laughs> quiz answers tenuously stitched together into a quasi-bio. Let's see what this week's first timer thinks of the Enya classic from 1988, Watermark. So do we want to go through each song? Well, mm, start let's, start. Oh, really? Oh. Every song? Oh, well, I mean, like, it's a rich tapestry of, like, a single <laughs> colour. But still, yeah, like, certainly the songs are... They all have the same sort of, I don't know, essence, I suppose. They're all kind of like wishy-washy, a bit warbly. 
boring. Some of them, yeah, some of them are very <laughs> boring. Uh, I want to refute that they're all wishy-washy and boring. I think a lot have the same essence. Mm-hmm. But, uh, see, I know, for, for instance, that, uh, you know, you are a, a big Dungeons & Dragons guy, yeah. a dungeon master. That's it. Uh, Which we featured on a previous episode. Uh, that's yeah. right. Listeners will know what a dungeon master is. Go back and listen if you missed that one. Uh, I thought track two... Uh, is extremely appropriate because you like to put music in the background of your yeah, campaigns. Sure. That was—I thought that was a really big, epic yeah. sort of uh, track. Yeah. Well, we might have a little listen to it now, just a few seconds for the, those of you at home. Something epic mm. happening in a world of Dungeons and Dragons? Sure. Well, I just little, uh, what I wrote down is uh, if a caterpillar wanted to come out of its cocoon to a dramatic fanfare, <laughs> it might ask for this song. <laughs> <laughs> I just it, it's a Tough. it's a big yeah, it's a big build up, but it's really not it's not epic enough. You that know, is- I, I was going to say, that is something that I felt with Enya music in general, is that it is really kind of soft and yeah. kind of, it does seem to stay in that kind of zone all the time. It never yeah. really breaks out. No, it's, it's, nothing is dramatic enough to be really useful in like a modern day. Uh, there's just so much better stuff out there, and, and it's not you can't really remix Wait, it. But what, what do you mean by better stuff? Like, are we are we saying better stuff in the Enya genre, or better stuff for doing yeah, yoga, or better stuff for? Well, okay, yoga, fine. It's got its little niche in yoga, but I would say that if you know if you are making a movie, Enya is just not. It's not good enough. It's not going to captivate. Well, Peter a Jackson audience. disagrees. <laughs> you know friend? what? Peter Jackson's old news. What's he done recently? Speaking of movies, did you know that uh, Titanic's uh, big song? Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On, meant to be Enya. Oh. Enya meant to be Enya. Oh. Enya pulled out uh, director, what's his name? James Cameron. That's the one. Yeah. Begged her and she refused. And so he was like, oh, who's the next best thing? Oh, I guess we'll go with old Celine. She seems a bit <laughs> like a cantankerous woman from yeah. the little bit that I've uh, looked hmm. into. Oh, like a little bio. Yeah, yeah. Like she just never has performed in concert. I think that's because she plays all of the... Instruments herself, yeah, does all of the singing. So I think like every voice wow. you hear is like layer upon yeah. layer of Enya up mm. to eighty layers. That's mm. insane. Eighty layers on several songs. That's actually my biggest criticism I of the stuff. Is that like <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you peeled them apart <laughs> like an onion? I told you, I know my music. I counted them. <laughs> but yeah, it's like my biggest complaint about her music is that it does seem a bit too processed. Like, a little bit too electronically processed. Oh, you're more of a hardcore Enya fan. You want the raw <laughs> I want the raw uh, the Celtic un- soul. <laughs> you want the unplugged album? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I enjoy this genre of music, which I would call... Uh, uh, I think Dan used the word mum rock or mum <laughs> Mumsy. Mumsy in the, in the bio. So you pick your own name. but that's... I, I'm going to pick a less offensive name. <laughs> I'm going to pick a Celtic or folk kind of music. Yeah, that's but what it's, it's, it's very It's very processed, whereas the singer Lorena McKennett 
I think does. Uh, whoa, uh, whoa! Let on. me just let me just pick that name up that was just dropped yeah. on the floor. <laughs> you said that. Do you say that like we're meant to know who that is? I'm sure everyone yeah. that is listening knows Lorena McKennett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, our three listeners are currently googling. <laughs> For those listeners that don't know, yeah. can you? Uh, <laughs> She's a, like a sort of a folk singer, very similar to Enya, but doesn't layer in all of the stuff into her songs. So it sounds a little bit more sort of I don't know real. Okay. Did like, you um? Do you own any Enya music? I owned Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> I owned like a few tracks from the Lord of the Rings uh-huh. and enjoyed them. I think I owned like one or two that were on like a classical music album, uh, which I didn't really think Enya would be classified. I think as classical there's elements. Music. There's, there's, there's elements. elements. The first track I reckon is quite classical. This is a piano yeah. well, interesting, driven one. Interesting you say that because I had it on around the house and my wife went, oh, I had to learn this uh, when I did classical piano. Oh, nice. So there's definitely some classical in there. Yeah. There's a few yeah. other tracks that like were really familiar but I wasn't sure where I heard them from. Like the Miss Claire Remembers. Uh, a little listen to that for those uh, at home. Are you sure you've heard that before? Or is I, that just like <laughs> you heard a kid doing the scales once? That no, song? I think you heard that at every funeral you've <laughs> ever been to. <laughs> it's a soothing piece of piano music. <laughs> and do you need a lot of soothing? I enjoy yeah. soothing music. I need to be soothed. It, interesting you bring up soothing. Uh, I've got a eight-month-old son, and I had it on around the house as yeah. I was getting ready for the podcast, and. He and I listen to a lot of sort of pop punk type stuff because he's a little kid that likes liveliness and whatever. So a lot of user-friendly type pop punk stuff goes really well for him. I refuse to give him the wiggles because I hate them to the bone, uh, but that's what we kind of go with. Oh, which reminds me, next week is the wiggles. (laughs) (laughs) So we put on Enya and he, at first he was just like, like he's looking around like he didn't quite understand. Yeah, where are all those layers coming from? Layers. <laughs> and then pretty soon he was crying. He hated oh. it. Like just, just really like Enya soothing your child cry. Yeah, the soothing didn't really work. Like wow. it, it, yeah. it was didn't it was making him soothed. sad. Too, I think too well, I much a, layering, too electronic. <laughs> I have a four week old daughter. Not to make this the dad cast. But, uh, she uh, by the sleepiness it induced in her. She was soothed. Yeah. So it has your its house. uses. Yes, yes. That's a, that's what my wife thought. She thought its only use would be to put a child to sleep. Wasn't a big fan, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Eden, you yeah. had you had some songs. What other songs did you think that you had heard? Oh, okay. Well, the main one is of course "Sail Away," uh, I mean, which is not the name of the which song. Which is not. No. I only just discovered that. Yeah. It. What is it? It's like Orinoco. Orinoco flow. flow. Yeah, yeah. She she gives it a real little. If you listen she, to the song, uh, and we might play that clip in a sec, it, she gives it a real, uh, real sort of bouncy uh, mm. interpretation. Or- Orinoco listen? Flow, that refers to her time of the month, yeah? Is that... Oh. No? Oh. Oh. No? Oh. I, I, just, I just presumed. Oh, period jokes. <laughs> <laughs> there goes our one female listener. <laughs> copyright reasons that's all that we can play <laughs> hence why we've had very short clips on this one we can't afford to pay Enya were there other uh, songs you're familiar with yeah there was one more um 
Wait, 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 wait. Oh, the Storms in Africa yes. song was really yeah, familiar. Yeah, th- that for me, those were my two. Orinoco yeah. Flow and Storms in Africa mm-hmm. were definitely the standouts on the album. Yeah. And the rest of it was not so good. I mean, there's a Storms of Africa too as well. Yeah, just like a little reprise. Did it need, yeah. did it need a, <laughs> no, a sequel? It Certain things don't need a sequel. <laughs> Is reprise the correct pronunciation? Oh, reprise. Reprise. No. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not trying to be a joke. Reprisal is the well, the next, I suppose, extension yeah. of that type of word. Sorry, Eden. I didn't want to be that jerk. To well, the, uh, but, I um, but I was honestly one of those words where you don't hear people say it, although no, maybe exactly. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> All right, reprise, reprise. Yep, well, yes. Uh, I thought Storms of Africa 2 was uh, should never have been made. Sail of Way is fantastic. He, he loves um, it. All right, yeah. Yeah, 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 but like, you know, one diamond amongst an endless sea of rough. Like, it's a it's, good track. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been legitimately great. happy when it's come on. It puts me in a little <laughs> peppy little mood. Yeah. It's got it's that got like very, bouncy. Very nice yeah. For those that can't it. see, Dan is dancing in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. What's another highlight? You... Was there another highlight? That's my question. Oh, where to where to go? <laughs> so many to pick between. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought Long Ship was terrible. Sorry if you're looking for highlights. Um, are we... Oh, I've, no, I've got a really. thought about that one. Mm. Uh, yep. I thought that would be the sort of song if I ever wanted to stand on a cliff top with a white rope flowing behind me in the breeze and while just gazing up into the sun, that would be the track. It's got yeah. that real, like... People standing around in flowing robes. Yeah. You hear that, Daniel? Yeah, this is your target audience. You're looking for <laughs> men on clifftops in white robes. <laughs> I, th- I think that that's pretty much, yeah, all Enya music. Every I wrote down myself. Like, I feel like all of her music makes me think of, like, the, you know, Irish Highlands or something. Yeah, and I, Which I, I like. Before I even, like, knew that she'd done stuff like Lord of the Rings, as I was listening to it, I thought, a lot of this is very film soundtrack-like. Mm. And for that reason, I didn't mind some of the tracks. Like, I could imagine, you know, like... You know, uh, you know, uh, an Irish uh, boy in the field, or an Irish man in the field, thinking of his long lost love, or something. You know, or thinking of a friend who died in the Irish Rebellion, or something like that. You know, well, it, it, it had that sort of vibe. It has been used in Braveheart as well. Her really? music, so that ah. that kind of fits in with that. Hmm. Yeah, it certainly goes a lot deeper than I uh, was expecting. <laughs> Morning Glory. No. The song about... <laughs> no. No, that's Oasis, my friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is the last song on the album. Do you think... What, what's no, what's she referring I, to there? Well, I don't know what else happens in the morning that would give you such glory, but uh, <laughs> no, not at all. I wrote, uh, nothing could wilt my sunrise surprise faster than this song. <laughs> Specific, specifically designed to make you sad and disappointed, not recommended for anything. Yeah, I can, yeah. Uh, Deflating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, look, here's here's my big question though. Sure. That I couldn't, haven't been able to get out of my mind. Like, I don't mind the album, to be honest. I, I think the songs on there, I really like. I really like the track too. I think it's sort of big and uh, you know the most definitely the most exciting song on there. I love the uh, Orinoco flow or however you <laughs> sail say away. That. It's sail away. Sail away. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, Storms in Africa was okay. There's a f- quite a few snoozers on there that are just like... Yep. There's a lot of tracks that really backed up in my mind. I guess my thing going in was like, 
And yeah, this is going to be pretty sleepy, snoozy, boring. And there was quite a few tracks where they don't go anywhere. Like verse and chorus just sort of meld into one big sort of floppy... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. floppy. That's sort of what I said earlier. Like, they just all kind of... It's a bit too soft. It's a little bit too nothing and just But that's what I was saying. It's it's difficult to find... To think of it in a movie, even though apparently it has been in a lot Mm. of movies, it just doesn't feel like it's punchy enough. It doesn't feel like it really has that sort of low to high um, build up and then a lot of the songs just yeah very flat very just warbling whereas Lorena McKennett (laughs) oh my goodness her music is quite outstanding (laughs) (laughs) look while uh, most of us not terribly into Enya you're saying you know you want the more raw stuff or you want you know something else Mm. uh, just statistically just have a guess which market as far as countries in the world loves Enya the most you would imagine Ireland but maybe maybe maybe, maybe they're like got a, a surplus of it, you know. Yeah, maybe any just true. Yeah. Maybe Ireland has its own sort of cultural cringe where it's yeah. like the tall poppy syndrome where they want to tear gonna, her down. She spent some time in Australia, didn't she? Like I thought Australia. Yeah, ding I ding ding ding, ding. Really? Right. Yeah. Seriously. Wow. All those '90s TV commercials worked for it. Wow. Six times platinum this particular album. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Uh, for Enya here in Australia, the next highest would be Spain with five times platinum. Wow. Worldwide, this album sold 11 million copies. Which is my big question. Like, I get that we are not the tar- Enya's target demographic. I think we can all acknowledge that. And and so in a sense that we're criticizing Enya, I feel like, you know, it'd be like a granddad criticizing... Bieber. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Right? So we're sort of in that sort of position at the moment. But even so, I, I, it blows my mind that... Her albums have sold millions and millions and millions no. of copies. Like, See, who just... was the target market even back in 1988? Who were the 11 million people around the world? And this was her second album as well. So it's not like she'd worked hard to build up a fan base. I'm sure she did work hard, but like, mm. it came pretty she early to her. Pretty much exploded. Yeah. In See, fact, her, her next album sold more, but in Australia, this is her like, right. bi- biggest her album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know that. Back in the 80s and 90s, I might have bought an Enya album had I had the money and the sort of... So if you were you right now... If it was me right now, I probably would have bought an album. But now that I don't have to buy albums, I can just take a track if I want. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I would never buy one of her albums today. Because I don't want that whole album. I want a, a Renault... Go flows. Yeah, so I want to sail away. The period song. Yeah. That, that sort of is an answer in a sense. You yeah. are, a, you know, approximately, say, 30-year-old guy. You might have bought an album if you were a 30-year-old guy living in 1988. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's when it was released, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but otherwise it just, it does seem like mumsy, doesn't it? Sort it of the, well, the music your mum would put on while she was dusting or something and probably imagining she was in a well, yeah, white that's, flowing that's um... cloth on a cliff top. <laughs> but not that time of the month. Your precarious house. <laughs> with Fabio pouring her a red wine. Uh, what I was going to ask was, uh, what was it competing against in 1988? Like, what was what were some of the other songs from 1988 that it essentially was, you know, going up Aiden's against? Aiden's frantically well, typing. We <laughs> might have a little edit pause here while we do some research. <laughs> I just thought it'd be... Because if there wasn't really anything for it to sort of, to take it down, because some songs really do get overshadowed by whatever is like number one on the charts. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top albums of 1988, Public Enemy broke onto the scene Whoa, in 1988. Yeah, okay. There's a bit of yin and yang. Uh, Jane's Addiction, Metallica. Um, what else do we have? Iron Maiden, U2's Rattle and Hum was released Whoa. that year. 
what else? Nick Cave was very popular in 1988. You had Crowded House, Temple of a Low Man. Um, oh, just but- flicking through Guns N' Roses. That's impressive. DJ but... Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. He's the DJ. I'm the rapper. A classic in my opinion. Uh, but who, who, in in those, who in that list is doing Celtic folk? Well, I'm not too familiar with Metallica's work, but I don't think... <laughs> no, no one. No yeah. one. No one really. So you're thinking you're right. it was just scratching a very particular itch in society Yeah, I think that there is an itch. I think that a lot of people would probably want that kind of music. Well, to, put, to put it in context, 1988, music-wise, we were just coming... Uh, out of hair metal, hair metal was sort of the the popular sort of thing around 1990-91, grunge was breaking through, so it was pre-grunge's huge popularity. It was around the time that hip-hop was breaking as well, so like Public Enemy I mentioned before, or yeah. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, uh, that was sort of like the mid to late 80s as well, that that was breaking, but at that point it was very much seen as just America and just lower socioeconomic uh, type music. So, yeah, maybe, maybe this was the upper class jam. I, it, it sort of reminds, yeah, it reminds me in that sense of when Andre Rieu, and he was, <laughs> yeah. when, when he exploded, <laughs> 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 it reminds me when Andre Rieu exploded like a few years ago, yeah, and all totally. of a sudden like every 40, 50-year-old person in Australia just seemed to be going nuts for it, even though they probably haven't really ever listened to classical music. It was just... He yeah. was he name. was huge, and I feel yeah. like maybe Enya had the same thing in 1988. Yeah. Similar demographics, similar just explosion. Yeah, I I'd say so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I sent my parents along to an Andre Rieu concert for Christmas or something. They oh, did yeah. love that. Mm. I got my grandma an Andre Rieu album. <laughs> From the Muses? Conference <laughs> rack. <laughs> Just a little drop there. No, uh, it was. I got it for Christmas. It was the first year that I'd really bought her a Christmas present. You know when you're a kid, you don't really buy your grandparents Christmas presents, but oh, the older you, you get. Mm. Well, okay. No, I'd I, never mean, I love my grandma and grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> But it was the first year I got her a present, and uh, my parents, obviously, and all the other relatives got her presents. Mine was the winner that year. Oh, like, she got a holiday from one of the other, like, family relatives, <laughs> wow. but she would not shut up about the Andre DVD. Excellent. <laughs> Top grandson. <laughs> That's it. Good mu- It's good music to have on in the background, whether you're having, like, a dinner party, a garden oh, party. A what? dinner party? Yeah, 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 Some yeah. of wow. those snoozers? If that's bit, no, no, that's not all of them. Not all of them, but a few of those tracks are nice background. Carefully curated into be, your dinner party yeah, playlist. Into your, in, into your Celtic-themed exactly. dinner Can I ask, uh, Eden? <laughs> yeah. What else is on the um, dinner party music playlist, please? <laughs> well, I have to say, there is The Book of Shadows by Lorena McKennett. <laughs> Well, stay, stay tuned on our uh, social media platforms. In the coming days, you might see Eden's uh, dinner party playlist uploaded. Oh, I would love to see that so much. <laughs> for someone that makes playlists for a living, I would love to see that. Here's a question for you, uh, Mr. Playlist Guy. Top 40 playlist guy. Yeah. When uh, Orinoco Flow was uh, number one in Australia, mm-hmm. 
How would that have fit into radio? What's your estimation? It's interesting because uh, just because a song does go to the top of the charts doesn't mean we will play it. For instance, um, and I don't know whether you want to insert a little grab from Trains Play That Song. I'm not putting any Trains in this podcast ever. I hate that. Well, th- that song went to number one uh, end of 2016, mid-2016. Yeah. And I refused to play it. I had record labels ringing me in anger why the hell are you not playing Trains Play That Song? It's gone. Gangbusters, every other radio station in the country is playing it. And I said, I've got ears. What? So I would, I would suspect that that would, that would come down a little bit. Like some radios, honestly, would go, nah, we're not playing that. And you've got to remember as well, around that time, um, uh, I think there was a lot of AM type stations, so they probably would have played that. But the ones that were breaking free of that were seen as rebels, and they were like your hard rock stations and whatnot. So I don't think she would have got heaps of radio airplay. I don't know. Like, mm. I was two years old at the time. It's hard for me to tell. But yeah. these days, I can only go by that. Wouldn't yeah, it? Well, Would if not you were played. a playlist guy in 1988 and you want to tell us your story of how you stood up to the Enya <laughs> if Barry record label listening. bosses. Who? Barry Bissell? Barry Bissell. Give us an email. You used to do the top 40 <laughs> countdowns at all the radio stations back in the 80s. <laughs> All right, let's get to the scores. I don't know what more we can milk from uh, Enya's watermark. I've got one more thing to bring up yeah. before we get to scores. Uh, how much do you think Enya's worth? Because we've just said that she's sold 11 million copies. Oh, how much do you reckon gosh. she's worth? We know, a lot. <laughs> we know she bought a castle for £2.5 million pounds in the 90s. Mm. Mm. Uh, My statistic in front of me is only from 2006. So she may have gone off the rails in the last 10 years, but <laughs> presume she's roughly the same. Because she is a recluse that doesn't get out there and lavish her money about. Oh, I'm going to say 50 million pounds. Are we talking pounds, dollars? Yeah. It is pounds we're going with. I'm going to go like 120 million. I reckon it's going to be up there. Because she's, oh, a, wow. I mean, Enya is obviously incredibly popular amongst yeah, others. That's true. She sold how many? 80 million records. You're going to have more than a dollar per million record yeah. sold, surely. Maybe I'll go, what did you say? I said 120 million. Yeah, I'll, I'll go 100. I'll double I was going to go initial. like 80 to 100. 75 million pounds. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, I just it's worth noting that over in Ireland... You don't get taxed if you perform the local arts, if you like traditional art forms. So, for instance, none of that money has ever been taxed. Included on that list, you two, who are still considered still considered traditional Irish art forms. No, that is so wrong. Yeah. (laughs) That's tax So now we know why, and you make yeah. sure there's like one sort of real Celtic song per album yeah. <laughs> mixed in with all the yoga stuff. And then the rest of it's like Storms in Africa. <laughs> Classic not Celtic much, track. Yeah. yeah, there's not much Celtic track in Sail Away, Sail Away. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get mm. to the scores. Now, slight change to our regular scoring system. Uh, you don't really sit down intently, stare at your uh, speaker and uh, listen to an album. So we're going to not do the iPhone test. We're going to do the skip track test. Uh, is this an album you can just sit through or do you have to be heavily on the skip button to make it all the way through? We're going to start with you first, Timer. What would you give this out of five for the skip track test? So the five being like, I just put this on, didn't 
like didn't just soaked in oh. every song, and a zero being like, oh my god, oh. every and, song was killing me. And can we can we can confirm you can give a zero? You can give zeros. Okay. Zeros <laughs> oh, are that's a very possibility of your yeah. potential score. <laughs> well, I mean, I obviously had to sit through it to know what the whole monstrosity was about. Uh, but I'll give it a one. I really just found every song was so long and just such a drawn out pain, oh. except for Orinoco Flow, to be honest. And that's probably because the Sail Away, Sail Away. Is just so ingrained in, mm. yeah. It's very just a very common sort of part of culture, I suppose. Wow, Eden, when... I thought you were going to give it zero. One no, yeah, no, yeah. No, th- like I said, I think the Orinoco flow and even storms in Africa um, yeah. actually bring it out but, of the but, dead zone. But, but I feel like second I had... track. I'm, I'm gonna go... <laughs> oh, I, I can't you believe just I... on about this second. I like track. Mine, but... is, this, yeah. is this Sursum Pacifico? You love it? Yeah, yeah. Sursum Pacifico. Yeah, exactly. you love it so much. You learnt the name of the song, so it, it means a lot to you. <laughs> oh, come on, our first song tracks are in Gaelic or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> you really like that track. Oh, <laughs> hang on, we've got to talk about this while we're talking about obscure languages. Oh. Of the eight languages that she supposedly oh. knows how to speak, one of them is completely made up by her long-time lyricist. It's called Loxian. (laughs) Developed her own language because she felt like English just didn't cut it for Enya's songs, nor did necessarily Irish. So they've made their own language. Couldn't express everything through English. It couldn't. It didn't have the sounds that Enya needs to really get across her Uh, music. I'm going to just read you a a few highlights from uh, the Wikipedia entry for the language Loxian, some of which are more hilarious than, uh, you know, than informative. For instance, uh, you know the the little fact box that comes up on Wikipedia? It says users to... In brackets, Enya and Roma Ryan. What? <laughs> this language has two users uh, uh, and is pretty complex. It has six basic scripts or alphabets. There's the water script, the rain script, the shadow script, the autumnal script, and the winter script. Oh, my God. And, yeah, so uh, Enya I, speaks her own language, okay, essentially. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dispute that. I do not believe you can call that a language when only two people speak it. And it also has alphabets named after, like, winter and rain mm. and stuff. And it's like, no. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what is the benchmark for a language? Oh, yeah, because my eight-month-old son speaks his own language, according hey, exactly. to this what, research. What, what, what give it a name la- and we'll upload that to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> what separates language from gibberish? That I don't two know. people are like, I know what you're saying. When I read that, that was just next-level sort of hippie yeah. pretentious. See, I, I feel like I've been defending Enya, like, a little bit on this yeah. podcast. yeah. I am annoyed with that fact, and I don't like her as much anymore. <laughs> Who that, do you like better, Eden? I like Lorena McKennett, but I just want to make a clarification. I said Book of Shadows earlier. It's Book of Secrets. I have it on my phone, and it is Book of Secrets. What? what? Oh, the, the album that is really good. Oh, I didn't listen to that. I tuned uh, out. Uh, yeah. you got to listen to it. It's great. <laughs> no, I was ready to correct you, but I thought, oh, no, 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 you're the big fan. I better not. <laughs> oh, man. Don't break your heart. Enya, Enya seems like one of those people that... I don't know. Do you remember when people had the, that magic happens sticker on the back of their car? <laughs> Anyone remember that bumper sticker that yeah. was real big in the nineties? She seems like one of those people that just made it really big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Right. Just that yeah. language fact. So I just go back on that. That's so depressing. <laughs> what a horrible thing to. All right, I've, I've sidetracked the scores. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was a one from uh, Sam, yeah. our first timer from it's Eden. A, it's a one from me as well. I'm just saying, like, there were three tracks that I really liked on that album. And so I had to do a lot of skipping. Yeah. Aiden? Uh, 
it's tough because I, I really do want to give it negative 5,000. but um, <laughs> Zero <laughs> is your lowest. Oh, it pains me to, to just give it a zero, but yeah, zero it is. Wow. Mm. Predictable. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. <gasps> a two? I'm going to give it a two because I really liked a couple of the tracks and even a couple of the sort of Celtic backgroundy tracks. Took, you know, gave yeah. me that sort of soundtracky film thing going on in my mind, which I didn't uh, hate. I, so... asked, I asked this question earlier, Eden. Mm. You had a couple of songs on your iPod or yeah. whatever. Dan, with a two being higher than the zero I gave it, have you ever owned an Enya album? I've never owned an Enya album, and Has... I haven't done this yet, but I would consider putting at least two of the tracks into my sort of Spotify general listening playlist. Have you really? purchased one for your mum at any point or anything and like that? No, no, never. I've okay. never purchased, you're not, never you're not had going anyone in the that, family uh, listen to Enya. You're not going for that son of the year, grandson of the year? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that would be perceived in this day and age to buy grandma a uh, $2 bin CD. bargain. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are going to go to any uh, clearance bins, you must check out the ones at the Muses. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if we are not getting a deal after this podcast, yeah. we're doing something wrong. <laughs> All right, let's go to our next category, which is cultural significance. Do you feel like having listened to uh, an Enya album that you are more aware of something culturally significant? Do you feel like a richer person? Well, you know, I do, actually, because I really did not know that it was in so many, like, Lord of the Rings. You didn't even and... know she was a woman. <laughs> well, yeah, well, and look how my culturalness has expanded. I am just... My mind is open. The third eye becomes visible. No, I really... I, I do. And so, out of five Out of again, five? I'll probably... I'll give it a three. For the I, record, it's not Enya with a third eye. We need to. Just, <laughs> she is a a human lady. We yeah. assume. <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. I thought, uh, yeah, there's some stuff in there that feels culturally significant. <laughs> one. I don't think it's that significant, considering there was one popular song on the album, and arguably one popular song in her whole catalogue. If yeah. you can name me one other hit she had. You know what? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Eden's reaching for his iPhone. Yeah, Cheetah. I, I, I'd be curious to know because I mean, sail away or, or in that Oco ad Flo. I played you that that ad from uh, from one of her other albums. Yeah. I did recognise the track they were playing in the background that, from the ads. Yeah, 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 yeah probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, and that's, that's a culturally significant. Exactly. Are they not? I remember it from the ad as well, and I spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out what that song was because I remember liking that song in the ad. Yeah, in fact, uh, for those of you uh, listening, uh, while we were playing that in the studio. Eden demanded that I send him that link. Yes. <laughs> I wrote it down as well. Okay, let me put it a different way then. We've brought this up many times in the podcast. Oh, do I not get to give my No, 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 score? I'm just... Yeah, you get you get All there. Right. You get your turn, buddy. <laughs> We've often compared it to The Simpsons. If mm. Simpsons has made a joke about it, then you need to know about it. Right, Have they ever sure. made a, uh, an in-your joke on The Simpsons? Oh, I can't imagine. Whoa. Eden, you can research that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it... I'm with you, Aiden. I'm going to give it a one, because I feel like, although I liked a couple of the songs, it didn't surprise me in any way, mm. really. So I felt like what I already knew about Enya is basically what I know now with a few facts I pulled from uh, enyafacts.weebly.com. Do you want one uh, more for the list? Yeah. On a scale of 0 to 50, uh, how many cats do you think Enya has? Ooh. Wow, if it goes up to 50. <laughs> and where is the point of crazy? Oh, oh anything ten? above 5? You reckon the Yeah, point? 5 plus is crazy. That's a lot of cats. Oh, I think 5 plus could be how I look after cats. How many cats did you cats? have growing up, Eden? <laughs> well, more than well, about 5. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had 
a lot of cats. Okay. Yeah, but like a lot of cats stink. There's like a oh, they're awful. It, I but hate she's cats. got a castle. She's got a castle. They could be you know living in the yeah. left that's wing. A, yeah, the that's cat even worse. Yeah. <laughs> a giant building and half of it's dedicated to cats. Uh, so fifty. Are they all like rescued cats? Oh, is she that sort of person that yeah. gets them from shelters and things? I don't know of their whereabouts of when she found them. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go for 32 cats. Ooh, I'm going to say 20. I don't think she has that many, surely. Eden? Oh. Yeah, Eden. Th- th- how many cats? 15. And that's how many you had or how nah, many? That's... <laughs> nah. Don't get me started. Nah, you were the closest. Uh, 12. 12. Okay. I shouldn't have gone so high as 50, but yeah, 12. <laughs> no, but it was good. Yeah, it was yeah. good. But, you don't want to say between 0 and 12. But it's 12. But in an interview, she said, I wouldn't call myself a crazy cat lady. She literally mm, said that. Yeah. And then they said, well, how many Perhaps do you have? The lady 12. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah. is That's a lot of cats. Um, let's continue with the scores. Uh, returnability. Uh, are you ever going to listen to Enya again? Is this a one and done? Or well, is Enya now part of your musical listening catalogue? Well, I mean, a catalogue doesn't have all winners on it, and I certainly know about it now, so is that a five? Uh, no, no, no. Like, uh, oh. will you purposely go out of your way to listen to Enya again? Purposely? No. Accidentally, maybe. I mean, who knows what can happen. Yeah, yeah, but, but no, is no. it something you are going to do? No, I will not. Okay. Zero? Yes. Okay. Eden? Well, I th- it's, I'm not going to listen to it every day, but I'm going to listen to some of those tracks again. Three. While you stroke your many cats. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you said cats. Um, <laughs> well, many blank. Uh, once again, I'm rolling with a zero. Oh. Uh, another zero from you were gonna give cool, all zeros. trendy music playlist guy. <laughs> you were going to give all zeros right from the moment Dan sent you that text saying we're doing Enya. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> I gave it a fair listen. I honestly, I put it yeah. on. Mm. I, I, it wasn't like I um, just skipped straight to the scoring part. I did the research <laughs> and you know tried. I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two. I uh, I might need to put uh, my little baby to sleep one night. <laughs> and also, I did listen to the album while doing some marking for school reports. I did find it quite peaceful. Like, it was good background music, and marking makes me angry. Yeah. And I was soothed. It soothed the savage beast. <laughs> the sounds of Africa. Uh, let's uh, get to our final category, partner-friendly. Is this something that you can listen to with your partner that you and your partner can, you know, put on a road trip and both enjoy? Oh, well, both enjoy, no. But, I mean, uh, my fiance is a music teacher. She's been a music teacher. Uh, I don't think she has a high opinion of Enya, so I'd probably say well, two, maybe, or one. Say one. You can go halves. Do you want a 1.5? Yeah, we'll go 1.5. 1. 1.5. Thank you so much for offering that. <laughs> Well, my fiance. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, we all got things going on, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like we could put it on in the car on a road trip, and that's probably about the level. I don't think it would ever be something that we would joint listen to in any other situation. No, not gonna, not gonna be sexy background bedroom music. Well, maybe to Orinoco flows, but <laughs> while, you, while you stroke your cat, <laughs> I'm gonna go three. Uh, it pains me to give a score higher than zero, but the mere fact that my wife learned it on piano back in the day, I feel like I need to give it at least a one or a two. So can I a go? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, two, whatever. And I'm going to give it a one. I made my wife listen to a fair bit of it while we were driving around, and she was it was getting pretty thin uh, in the last few days. Uh, Notoriously so... uh, a tough scorer, your wife. No, yeah. there's not much she enjoys. She's a woman of few pleasures. (laughs) While you're adding up the scores, 
there was a mention of Enya in The Simpsons, but that was literally it. Like, they made a joke. I, I, did, I don't even remember the joke. It's in one of those later Sideshow Bob ones, and they're like, you know, ah, mentioned Enya in a joke. That was it. I did also Google Lorena McKennett in The Simpsons, oh, but boo. no mention. Yeah. No I thought mention there, I thought there the... actually might have been one. No, no one's ever heard of her. <laughs> no one's heard of your girlfriend, mate. Oh, I mate. would love to meet Lorena McKennett. <laughs> if you're out there, Lorena McKennett, <laughs> your single fan is waiting for you. This is going. This is going beyond <laughs> reasonable now, Eden. Are we titling this episode Enya, or are we titling it um, Lorena McKennett like, yeah. presented by the Muses? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the scores are in, and it is an all-time record low for Enya. <laughs> Who would have thought? With a score of twenty-three point five out of sixty. Putting Enya well and truly at the bottom of the My First Time leaderboard, which is still led by the Rocky Horror Picture Show and now brought up in the rear by Enya. But before we go, Sam, as a as a local actor of uh, some renown, I have a little challenge for you. Uh, one that's uh, inspired by Aiden's other podcast, which we haven't actually talked about, but uh, if you uh, loved hearing about music today, you might want to go and listen to Vinyl Soul, which is Aiden's award-winning music podcast. Can uh, I add, we haven't really discussed Enya or had her on yet. Yet. <laughs> yes. But uh, recently we've had Colin Hay, um, oh, wow. Hanson, uh, oh, Bob Evans, Josh Pike, I don't know, Merrick Watts. So go check that out that kind of thing. on the iTunes okay. store or wherever you get your podcast from. But i got a little challenge for you uh, that I've called the Songalogue Challenge, and I'm going to give you the lyrics to On Your Shore from the album Watermark. Uh, not one of the great tracks, but one of the most lyrical tracks. And I'm going to get you to perform these lyrics as if you were, uh, let's say you were a leader in the Irish Rebellion against the English, and you're about to inspire your soldiers into battle. And uh, here you go. I'll give you a couple of seconds to prepare yourself. Oh, so gracious. And action. <laughs> I want to. I want to be. I want to be roused to action. <laughs> roused to action. I want this. I, Irish, I finally want Irish Enya stranger. to arouse me. <laughs> Strange how my heart beats to find myself upon your shore. Do you know what a monologue is? Oh, yeah, you don't have to sing it. You're not inspiring the troops with song. How how is the acting going? Is that the. (laughs) 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 However, now that you've started in song, continue, please. Uh, All right. (laughs) Strange how I feel my loss of comfort gone before. Cool waves wash over and drift away with dreams of youth. And so this is where I should be now. Is that what happened there? <laughs> I don't We've know. really cut. <laughs> we really dropped cut. out at the end there. That's it. If anyone's still <laughs> listening to this podcast after our annual episode, <laughs> no. that might have been the death knell. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, thank you very much for coming in today, Sam, oh, and so uh, we appreciate you enduring uh, Semenya for our delight. Is there anything we can plug for you? Um, no, I mean, certainly us. They're changing Jennifer's improv group on the first Thursday of every month at, at La Bohème. So. Yeah, so if you're in Adelaide, check that out. And next time we are dropping into your little podcast app, we'll be talking about the Stanley Kubrick classic... The Shining. Oh, oh awesome. really? I got Enya. 
And that's where we'll end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it down.